Welcome, everyone, to episode 368 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Well, So today's topic is going to be... We all, we're going to be covering the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Nintendo Direct from yesterday. It gave a lot of details on the game. Uh, I figured it was a good time to cover it. There's a lot of stuff to go over there. We have our resident Smash expert with us, uh, Will. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about for the main segment. Will, do you have anything you want to tease? Uh, not really. I've just been playing more Octopath. Okay. Uh, as have I. As have I. A lot of Octopath. I have the, um, uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker to talk about later, too. So, uh, yeah. I'll be talking about that during what I played. Uh, during Nibble Bits, we're going to talk a little bit about some Fallout 76 stuff. We are also going to be talking about some controversy over at IGN. So. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the main topic. Idiot episode. Yeah, yeah. So we will do that. So yeah, let's get into the Smash Direct. So I took about half of half of the notes I needed to for this, but I got I've got a window up with the rest. So I kind of have a the stuff in order uh, yep. when it got announced. So okay, if we need that too. Okay. Um, yeah. So let's, I mean, let's let's start at the top. Uh, a couple new characters were announced, or a, yeah, a couple new characters, a couple Echo characters. Well, for starters, I want to talk about the the character announcement videos that they've been doing. Yeah. Uh, people should watch those videos, because they're really, I don't know what's gotten into Nintendo, but they're a lot darker. Yeah. Because uh, when the game first got announced, they showed off Ridley, and Ridley straight up murdered Mario and Mega Man, and this one, Luigi got... People, people thought it was the end of Luigi. Yeah, actually, uh, I think it was Nintendo versus UK uh, had to tweet out Luigi is okay. Yeah, he's not actually dead. That was just a video. Yep, he was just he's he's still there. It was just really funny to see Luigi cowering in fear, and then at the end you just see his little his spirit above his body. But that was to announce two new characters: uh, yeah. Simon Belmont. For Super Smash Brothers, and then his Echo Fighter, Richter Belmont. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Simon I'm, Simon Belmont is going to be he's going to be a mid to long range fighter. He uses uh, the whip for his weapon. Apparently, his attacks are slow and powerful. Will uh, once again, we're going to need your technical expertise here because uh, I only kind of vaguely know what this means. I'm a very casual Smash player, as much as I like it. Uh, I never got much into the technical aspects, so you can clarify those for us. Uh, but he also he uses also trademarks from games like Across Holy Water and Axe Attacks. Uh, so go ahead and fill yeah. us in on all that stuff, Will. I mean, to be honest, I'm not... I shouldn't say that I'm not thrilled with these two characters. It just comes from a franchise that I don't really care too much about. That's how I am, too. I, I only briefly played one of the Castlevania games. It's not anything I, I played a lot of. I, I Maybe they're going to like reboot the Castlevania franchise, and that's, that's why they have these characters in the game. 
Yeah, maybe. Um, I think it's cool that we're getting more third-party characters this game. Uh, from what I saw, his moveset, he uses his whip quite a bit. Uh, yeah. It's the basis to all of his moves. I guess he can casually just kind of swing it around and it deflects projectiles, it seems to, or stops them in their tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's got pretty long range on his whip, so you can kind of... You know, for, I guess in the, the direct, they said that his character attack uh, range is further than any other character, so a lot of, might catch a lot of people off guard who aren't used to that, because mm-hmm. uh, he was hitting some pretty long attacks. So, and you know the Echo Fighters, which is a really really cool feature that they announced for this one, but it's basically clones but different skins. Uh, yep, uh, what's his face? Richter Belmont is going to be Belmont, his, yep. which I guess he was the first protagonist. So who's really the Echo Fighter? That yeah, I was reading up on it, and they the the writer said. The, kind of the same thing yeah who's who's copying who here yeah so yeah they got announced right off the bat on top of the really cool stage uh dracula castle Mm -hmm. uh has a whopping 34 music tracks in the one stage uh it's also one of the darkest stages in the game it looks really cool um alucard who is one of the antagonists to the series is going to be there um like I said, I don't know what any of that really means, but yeah, so this is a really cool looking stage that they added um, to a whopping 103 total stages. Could you believe that? Yeah, 103 stages. So yeah, they added Dracula's Castle stage, which we'll talk about. A new Donk City from Super Mario Odyssey. They also added. Uh, they visually retouched some of the fan favorites, but original stages from Smash Nintendo 64 are going to look the same. Yep. So that's kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, all in all, more than 100 stages. Uh, but with the Battlefield and Omega Forms, there's going to be over 300. I don't know what you have to explain Battlefield and Omega versions of these stages. Uh, do you remember the stage Battlefield? No. It's the flat with the three platforms. I couldn't think of what they're called. Not yeah, really. the the platform. It's the flat stage, platform, platform, platform up top. It's just like that. the stand, the standard looking. Yeah, smash and then stage. O- and then Omega is just a flat stage. Okay, okay. So it's it's all the stages, and then just like the standard, but with the look of whatever stage it is, and then just a flat version of. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so that's just what that is. Which for people who want like com- like competitive play. You- they do that. Uh, one thing that I, whenever I was playing competitively against friends, I always hated that this stupid freaking uh, hazards on the stage would happen. Yeah. Uh, but they actually have a, a, a thing where you can chat, uh, toggle off uh, hazards, which is really cool. Because yeah. um, I remember the one stage, I can't remember what it's called, but it's from Sonic. It's a really cool stage, but this big stupid yellow thing kept popping up and ruining the fight, and I always hated that. So yeah, it looked like a big Pac-Man with legs. Yeah, exactly. I used to get so mad when that would happen, um, but now you can toggle that off, so you can kind of have the the cool parts of the stages where it's more varied and not have to worry about hazards, which is super cool. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't honestly know what stages got cut from the game, if any, because what I'm seeing is every single stage that's ever been in the game so far has been in, for the most part. There's a lot. <laughs> Over 100, is, that's a lot. Which is crazy, and on top of that, there's 28 hours worth of music, apparently, in the game. 
Uh, and you can actually use the Smash uh, uh, game as its own. I thought that was awesome. So what you can do is you can set up the music player in the Smash game, turn off the screen, it'll still play music. So you can have your headphones attached to it and have it in your backpack or in your purse or pocket or wherever keep it and listen to it like a like music play. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, well, um, I spent quite a bit of time actually today. We have a web, uh, their website they have. You can listen to a sample of the music, and I had that uh, you know on play all like for a good portion of the more. Yeah, uh, that that's one I would buy. If they do offer the soundtrack separate, I will probably buy it. So. 900 tracks, Dan, so... Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Uh, um, I would though. That would be worth it, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but also, what uh, I could, we kind of blew past this, because... I don't know what we're talking about, but Krom and Dark Samus are also announced as Echo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Krom, I guess, is going to be, like, Roy, and Dark Samus is obviously going to be, like, Samus. Uh, I love the idea that they've added Echo Fighters. I think it's genius because everybody complains about clones in the game and blah, 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 blah. I just think it's so cool that now you can have characters like Dark Samus or Krom and not... Because people always complain that there's too many characters from Fire Emblem and they're all generic, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I think, you know, adding Krom, he can just be an Echo Fighter to another character. I think that's super yeah. cool. Lucina being an Echo Fighter to Marth, you know, that's a good idea. So I think it's just cool that we can get more characters in the game uh, but not have too much... Uh, you know, they get to use that same moveset so you, you can add more characters, but they're not going to be completely different. Yeah, you you don't have to like rebalance everything every time you add a new character. I would honestly be fine if they decided to add more characters that were just echo characters. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that would be perfect. Cause you know, there, there's, there's a few more fire emblem characters I would like to see in the game. Uh, I'd be fine if they added those as echo characters. Uh, and one of the neat things is when you're, they made it so you can have them listed as separate fighters or they have them in the same icon with the, the fighter that they're the echo for, like in the little upper right hand corner. And you can toggle that on and off as you see fit. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a really, really cool idea. But yeah, I would love to see them add more fighters into the game. You know, uh, you get you and, and Corey talked about Goku being in the game. Like if they put him in as like uh, Rio or uh, who are the Street Fighter characters that are in there? Is it Rio? Uh, yeah, it'd be Rio. Okay, if they put, you know, Goku in as a Ryu uh, Echo Fighter, I, th- that would be awesome. You know, I would be fine with that. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think we're at almost 70 characters announced. I know there's more coming. I was just going to ask you that, um, if you think there's going to be more characters and who you think those characters might be. I don't think we're going to get too many more unique characters. Uh, it kind of seems like the trend is we're getting some third-party characters yeah. added. Um which is interesting. I know the I know the character we're going to talk about later isn't a third party, but it just seems like we're getting more and more third party support. Uh, in which this is game. awesome. Well, yeah, which is a cool move. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, I'm really interested to see what other Echo characters that. I kind of have a feeling that Shadow might be added for Sonic. Um, I had a list of one Dixie Dixie Kong maybe for Diddy Kong. Yeah. Um, there was a couple other ones, but yeah, I kind of feel like I'm all right with them adding a ton of echo fighters in the game. 
Uh, because there's some characters like I don't really like Samus all that much, but Dark yeah. Samus looks way cooler. So yeah. uh, we'll be more likely to play as Dark Samus. Um, so yeah, I, I like that move. Um, they also added uh, they added a Capcom uh, versus series inspired Final Smash meters. So instead of there being a Smash Ball, the more you beat up on somebody, your Smash meter gets filled up, and then you can unleash a weaker version of your Final Smash which is a little cool uh, change to the the series, too, because there's a ton of different modes that they added. You can actually change the rules, so when you boot up Smash to play with your friends, you don't have to do time right off the bat. You can have stock boot up uh, uh-huh. that that rule set, which is cool, because, you know, we almost every single time me and my friends would play, we would you'd boot the game up, choose our characters, get into the match, fight, and then realize we have it on time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we don't, none of us really liked time all that much. Yeah. Um, another change is that the character or the uh, stage selection screens first, and then you choose your characters, which is a, a weird to me. I think in the tournament scene, that's how it works, but. From someone that doesn't play all that much, that makes more sense to me. Only because, the, I mean, does the. the picking the character to fit the stage i feel like makes a more makes more sense you know competitively yeah but i think if right. you're just hanging out screwing around i don't think it, it's not a change that really ultimately matters all that much to me yeah. uh i think you know i'll just get you to it yeah uh, they added a thing called Squad Striker, where uh, each player uses a team of fighters, 3v3 or 5v5, uh, and there's uh, where you use that character. If it gets KO'd, you go to the next character and you cycle through them. Uh, there's a tournament mode, uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Classic is back. Um, oh, there's a cool training mode where you can you like fight on a grid-style map, and if you launch your opponent, it shows the trajectory of what you did to them. Uh, and it shows the trajectory if they were at 0% damage and then 100% damage. So you can kind of really learn the, the distances between moves and stuff like that. It looks like a really cool training mode. It's yeah. It's flushed out. Uh, as kind of a nerd, that really interested me for the for math's sake. You know, uh, that's, I think that's going to help even professionals like Gage distances and stuff you know i think i think people are going to use that you know to their advantage i think that that's an awesome thing that they added definitely it's a really cool looking mode i think it'll be pretty pretty valuable to learn how to you know use new characters that way yeah um see there's that uh monster hunter rathalos joined super smash brothers um and they showed off a bunch of assistant trophies. There was one assistant trophy that was really cool, where it was this—it was stupid, but the way that um, Mario reacted was funny. It was that bus character. I don't know what it is, and it traps Mario in the bus, and he looks horrified. Oh yeah, and drives off the stage. Um, now I, re- I was—I wasn't quite sure what those things are. Assistant trophies. Yeah. Basically, in the game, if you're playing with items, there's these what like. It's like a, uh, it's basically a trophy that once you, if you get it on the field and activate it, uh, and a character who is not okay. in the game comes to help you. So like, I remember that now. Okay. Uh, Zero Knuckles, Crystal, Claptrap, Gray Fox, Shovel Knight, which is 
it's huge for indie characters uh is in this game as an assistant trophy they help you fight uh and then there's the pokeballs where they announced um lunala and can't remember the other one uh mimikyu i forgot the other legendary but yeah they're in there they help you fight too um rathalos also said that he's a boss character and nobody really knows what that means too on top of being an assistant trophy uh when they showed the menu screen, they had a section blurred out. Yeah. So people aren't really sure what that is. I kind of think it's a... I don't know if you played... Did you play Brawl? I played all of them, but not very much. There was a thing called Subspace Emissary, which is the story mode to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be something like that. Okay. Yeah, the first one is probably the one I played the most. 64? Yeah, Nintendo 64. So. so there's that, and last but not least, in another really funny character announcement video, it's Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong watching TV, uh, and they hear a loud noise outside, so they put their faces to the window, and they see a character that's King K. Rule, mm-hmm. uh, and King K. Rule then rips it off, and it's King DDD, and King DDD starts laughing at them hysterically which is really funny. Uh, and watching Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong's faces is funny. And then I know where King K. Rool comes and kills King DDD. Huh? Uh, so King DDD, and the, or not King, King DDD, but King K. Rool in the game, a highly re- requested character. Weird, he hasn't been relevant for like 19 years, but here yeah. he is, he's in the game. Yeah, because uh, he, he was only in the Super Nintendo Donkey Kong Country games, not in any ones after that, apparently. Yep, but people really, really, really wanted him, uh, and here he is. He's in the game. I think that's awesome. I like. I, he looks like a character that I won't use very much, but he still is a cool character to add. Yeah. But that's absolutely the, that's the direct. I was saying to you guys that we're getting to the point where sixty dollars is uh, it's a steal for this game. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff there. I've got a couple more things to talk about, Will. The first is Stage Morph. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, Stage Morph is when two like it in action during some of the things. I don't know if you pick the two stages ahead of time or if you pick one and then it randomly turns into another. Um, but that looked really neat. You know, it's a, a neat way to partly partway through the battle chain, you know, change stages. Yeah, when you're actually selecting the rules and stuff like that, you can have stage morph on and then while it's on, you select two stages. And right. then at some point, I don't know what triggers it, but it'll transition to the other stage. Okay. Uh, new items. So oh, yeah. there's going to be the banana gun. There's going to be killing edge. Bomber, Death Scythe, Staff, Ramblin' Evil Mushroom, and Rage Blaster. So, uh, it, it explains in the video what all those what all those specifically do. Again, Will's our, our technical, uh, smash, more technical Smash player, so that stuff will make more sense to him. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon. There's going to be a few new Pokemon in the Pokeballs that are thrown on stage, including the new Aloha Executor. Which is the um, dumbest looking thing. It is pretty dumb looking. Uh, the Ice Vulpix is going to be on there, uh, amongst others. So that's cool. Uh, classic Mode. Did we talk about Classic Mode? I briefly mentioned it. So yeah, that's going to be a single player mode, which players uh, battle against a series of fighters. 
apparently each each fighter has their own set of stages and characters that they fight against as part of the like story mode. We talked about squats, right? Oh, tournament mode. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's going to be up to 32 players can compete in tournament mode. I'm not sure if that's just local or if that's going to be online too. Uh, that would be awesome if it was online because then we could have a thumbstick athletes tournament for that, which would be great. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, it says Nintendo Switch, these tournaments go take place in unexpected places. So, uh, yeah, I think that's just about everything. Yeah, I uh, even when they're announcing characters that I don't even care about that much, like the Castlevania characters, I'm still really hyped on this game. I I can't imagine anybody being unhappy with how this game's turning out. Yeah, I can't imagine either, but you know that person's out there. And I almost feel bad for the next Smash Brothers game because it's not going to be like this. They're not going to have every single character back. They're setting kind of a bad precedent, but it's going to be really, really awesome for this cycle of Smash Brothers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for the next one, they're going to, like, bring it back. You know, uh, they'll they'll really focus, like, have laser like focus on maybe like maybe rebooting the original. They're gonna Eight have characters. To they're gonna have have to do something like that and have a laser like focus on on that and and a handful of stages. Because you're right, it's it would be really hard, I think, to build on what they've done here. Because it's it's Smash Brothers Ultimate. It's everything. You know, it's legitimately the most ultimate version of a game that I've seen. Yeah, in a, really, exactly. in a really long time. It's a crazy amount of stuff. So uh, I'm also really excited for it. My kids are excited for it. We're going to be definitely having some some four-player smash. And then once my twins get old, older, it'll be six-player smash. So. I know Corey and I both took, because it comes out December 7th, so Corey and I both took that weekend off, and I'm going up to Clinton. Uh, oh, when, nice. When the Wii U version came out, I was in New York. I went to New York City. That's where Corey lived at the time, and we played it all weekend. So we're continuing that with uh, this one. Nice. That's fantastic. Yep. Eat a lot of pizza. Drink some Mountain Dew. Yeah. So what? Uh, what do you? I mean, what do you think is missing from here? Well, like, what do you? What do you want added? Characters you want added? What else do you um, want to hear about this game before it comes out in December? Because I, I feel like there's a few things they still have to talk about. One of them being the blurred out mode that they didn't that they didn't mention. So, like, what's personally on my wish list? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Goku being added. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that happens though. But it's I think it would be cool as somebody who's a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I think it would be awesome and with Dragon Ball Fighters being as massive as it is i think it'd be kind of cool uh other characters man maybe gino being added but here's the here's the problem these are all third-party characters so there's more hurdles for them to be added than nintendo just using because i don't know like any other nintendo character that i'm like oh man they they need to be need to be added i do do think it's going to be primarily third third third-party characters but i almost feel like studios would be crazy not to like be throwing themselves at nintendo being like look can you get my our our characters in smash you know Yeah, yeah yeah i think that's that's probably more likely the case than nintendo saying hey can we put your character in smash you know mm-hmm. i would love hollow knight being added too oh as yeah a character. That'd, that'd be great I, I think he'd fit in really well with the uh maybe not i don't know because it is a weird art style of the game i just think personally i'm a huge fan of hollow knight i think it'd be a cool character to add in yeah um 
Yeah, I don't know. It's really it's really tough for me to pick characters that I want added. Uh, I know there's some out there, but off the top of my head, you know, Goku, Gino, Hollow Knight, I think would be cool to add. Stage-wise, I don't think we need any more. Yeah, there's there's plenty. Yeah. Plenty. Um, actually, I'm going to see... I wanna, I'm kind of curious in the list of stages that didn't get or aren't in the game yet. Uh, just out of curiosity. I wonder if Pokefloats is in there. Yeah, I don't remember that one. But, uh, man, yeah, Dan, anything that you want? No, I mean, I'm I'm really more interested to hear how it's going to work with the the single the single like half Joy-Con. If you can play with four players in uh, in um, like tabletop mode, and how all that sort of stuff is going to work the multiplayer. If you can, you know, in tabletop mode, pair a bunch of controllers and have you know two, four, six, eight players playing on a, on a single Joy-Con in, in tablet mode, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or not ta- tabletop mode. So that's that's kind of the stuff I'm interested in. Um, also, it, Nintendo is doing official GameCube controllers, right? I know they're doing they're releasing an option, uh, 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 a full version with the, the adapter for GameCube controllers and a single GameCube controller, but they're re-releasing GameCube controllers, right? I feel yeah. like I heard that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, that I mean, I would love to have those. I don't know if I'll, I'll get them or not, but it it did make me immediately a better Smash player when I when I played on the GameCube controller as opposed to the the Wii U Pro controller, which I had been playing on uh, before. It's the it's the way. Yeah, like I'm, we've talked about it a few times now, but that the the that game is really designed around the GameCube controller. I know that wasn't the first system it was on but it really like just makes so much sense on the gamecube controller it's it's unbelievable i wonder if they thought that the gamecube controller would last as long as it did no way no way they could have ever predicted that yeah like the <laughs> it was the gamecube i don't know i wasn't really paying attention at the time was it well received at the time um i think it was more well received than the wii u uh, but not as much as like the Nintendo 64. Is it one of those Whatever. ones that it gained appreciation afterwards? Yeah. Oh, afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it had it had like some really great games, and you know, Wind Waker when it came out was not uh, not not loved. People didn't like the cartoony art style, but since it's you know it's aged very well, it still plays very well. Some uh, people be, consider people, it the best. People fondly remember Wind Waker, so you know, there's mm-hmm. that. Yeah, to say just like I, I think this game is. I was considering game of the years this year, and I was like, man, it's gonna be tough to pick. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. I agree. There's a lot of stuff this year. Yeah. We'll see when we get there, won't we? Definitely. Well, we know what it probably won't be for us. That's going to probably be the game of the year for everywhere else. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> so I, I, probably watched, get, I probably won't get a chance to play it. So I watched that gameplay, Dan. Uh-huh. We can segue into nibble bits with that, but I watched the gameplay video. I'll, uh, I'll call it up right now. I'll be honest. I wasn't floored. No? No, I was like, well, 
Looks like, see, looks I, like more Red Dead to me. Yeah, see, I thought it looked awesome, but how's it going to control? You know, because that's been my issue with Red, the Red Dead games in the past, you know? So. I just. Video right yeah, now. the past Red Dead games didn't play very well. I just, like, looked at what I was seeing and I was just like, oh, you have a relationship with your horse, and the more you use it, the more it likes you. Like, that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see I was I was I liked all that stuff. Uh and, you know, I'm I'm a fan of open world games, but uh Rockstar games have never tickled my fancy. They've always felt shallowish to me. I haven't played Grand Theft Auto 5, so I can't comment on that one, but I hated uh I hated uh uh Grand Theft Auto 4 and Red Dead Redemption. I liked it the first Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption I liked at first. Uh but it quickly grew stale, really stale really fast, so I don't know. But anyway, that's yeah. that. Let's let's get into Nibble Bits. So I'm playing the gameplay video in the in the chat right now. So So what do you have for Nibble Bits, Will? What do you want to talk about? Uh Blizzard says they have multiple Diablo projects in the work. Mm-hmm. Uh the headline says the Switch is probably one of them. Uh Diablo three being ported to the Switch. I'm actually surprised it hasn't been announced yet. Uh BlizzCon is coming up, isn't it? Or was it already? That's November. probably when they'll that's when they'll announce it. It'll come out in a month, right before Christmas. That's my guess. That's probably a good call, yeah. Um, I also wonder what the other projects are. Is it Diablo 4, maybe? What did Don't Diablo know. Th- I mean, when did Diablo 3 even come out? Um, was it 2012? It was shortly after we started this podcast. So I think it was 2000, like spring of 2012. You're a spot on May 15th, 2012. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I would. I mean, it's about time. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What was that? What six years ago? Over six years ago? Yeah. They, they might be. They might be working on Diablo Four at that at that at this point. So I mean, how long? I wonder how long it was between. Oh, it was ten years between Diablo. It, and, yeah, it, right? it, was long, it was a long time. A real long time. Okay, so we might have a couple more. Well, Blizzard usually takes their time, so maybe it'll get announced this year, and then it'll be like two more years after that before we two actually see it. Years till it comes out, yeah. That could very well be. Um, especially with their focus on like Overwatch and the World of Warcraft expansion coming out and all of that. So, yeah. Uh, I'll be interested to see what those are. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters releases a balance patch. Uh, Goku, Vegeta base forms are out, and also Cooler. Uh, who's a movie villain, got announced for the game that pretty much 100% guarantees that the leak that happened when the game came out for all the DLC characters is true. So my favorite character, Android 17, is actually going to be the next character to get announced and be put in. So that's nice. probably when I'm going to pick it back up and start playing, because it's been a, about a month since I've last played it, and I really like playing the game. So I'm pretty excited to pick it back up and just get throttled online. Yeah those games once you get out of it it's hard to get back into it definitely it just i have no problem picking it up and playing it with friends it's just like everybody's so good now uh it's gonna be a steep learning curve but the good thing about dragon ball fighters is the game's pretty pretty beginner friendly out of all the fighters so hopefully i get matched up with some people that are bad yeah uh new game plus for god of war is out I thought this was already in, but apparently not. Okay. And last nice. but not least, the steep uh, switch port uh, doesn't seem to be happening right now. 
Yep, they shelved that one. Uh, I'm pretty sure people weren't pining for that, right? And I think they knew that. Yeah. They knew there was other things they could be working on that would be better received on the Switch, like one of my nibble bits, which I'll talk about shortly. All yeah, done that's, well? Yeah, that's all my nibble bits. All right. Uh, first, I've got some Fallout 76 news. The first is that the beta for Fallout 76 will be the full version of the game. Uh, it will launch in October, and progress will carry over into the full game. There's not going to be any NDA, which is nice, so players can stream, share, and record videos and talk about the game, which is also important. Um, the beta will first come to Xbox One with PC and PS4 versions to follow later. They will also prioritize people who have pre-ordered the game from a a participating retailer. So there's that. However, now that's that's exciting. However, uh, shortly later, they also said uh, that the PC version of Fallout 76 will not be launching on Steam and will only be available through Bethesda's own PC client. Uh, uh, it does seem like it will eventually be available on Steam. Um, they did say it will not launch on Steam, so that means it could come later. Um, but I don't know. That's just that's just speculation at this point. Uh, they did say it won't be launching on Steam, so it may never come to Steam. Uh, but I hate this, and it actually is making me... I definitely cooled me off on Fallout 76. I have enough game clients with different games on them, uh, I was frustrated enough to have to download the Epic Games separate client to play Fortnite on. And that was a free game, not a game I had to pay for. So, I don't know. So, a comment on Reddit that mm-hmm. I read that I want to briefly touch on, because this speaks to exactly how I feel about the situation. Um, I would read the guy's username, but it's completely inappropriate. Um, I don't, I don't understand the Valve Monopoly and the Bethesda 30%. All I'm thinking is, why do I have to download this bare bones, slow Bethesda launcher to play their game? It doesn't benefit me in any way. Don't want Steam to have a Monopoly, make a better client. People talk a lot of crap about Steam, but it has more features and better store navigation than any other, uh, online launcher or console has. Um, you people just want these awful launchers to blow up your PCs despite Valve, um and for competition's sake when they're not actually competing none of this is competing in any meaningful way with valve these clients are just there to launch a game valve is providing services completely free of charge to us i get the 3x download speeds on steam and then i do on my ps4 and my xbox to play online you want actual competition then make a better client a client stop making us download these terrible clients for your games that nobody wants anyway yeah that's exactly i'm not gonna fall 76 until it's on steam yeah, I'm going to wait, too. Uh, there's so many other games that come out in the fall. Like, I don't need a game as... It's the whole games of service thing again. Uh, I don't need that in my life right now. I was going to play it because I love Fallout, and, you know, playing with friends would be fun. Uh, but not if I... Not, again, I have... Okay, I'm looking at my thing right now. I've got... So I've got my GOG.com launcher. I've got Steam. I've got Origin. I've got Xbox. I've got Blizzard. I've got Ubisoft. Uh, I've got Epic Games. Was that six, seven? However yep. many, <laughs> I, I don't need all that, you know. Yeah, and like so. I said, I I get well, the competition aspect of it, but I mean, what launcher BattleNet is probably probably the second best, right? Maybe, maybe but, you yeah, play. probably. I mean, 
I don't play a lot of Blizzard games, but I like I love Overwatch. So uh, Diablo three is like that has some really important big games. Uh, Origin, eh, I don't love Origin, but that's not as bad. You the you play like there, there's just no need for that. Uh, the GOG.com launcher is actually not even necessary at all. Uh, if you buy games from there, you can just download them from the website. So you don't actually need that. I just have it for whatever reason. I don't know. I just have it. I'll probably delete it because I haven't played it. I just any games I have from my GOG library, I just download. Uh, yeah. So. Well, and then you look at the Epic Games launcher. What do you other than Fortnite? Like, why does anybody have that? You don't yeah. like I just I don't no. get it. No. And like I said, I was frustrated enough that I had to do that. Uh, they could have easily put Fortnite. Well, they didn't put Fortnite on Steam probably because they have to share the share the wealth. Um, it's say I don't know if you saw this, Will, but Fortnite is not going to be in the Play Store on Android. You're going to have to download it separately because they didn't they didn't want to share all the all the microtransaction dough that they're making. So oh I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't know if Google Play is going to work out a deal with them and it's going to make them have a lower percentage. But not that I really yeah. care. I'm not into Fortnite, really, so... You're going to make one less million dollars. On top of the billions, you... <sighs> I don't get annoyed with gaming very often, because it's just, like, I use it for enjoyment. But, man, yeah. this stuff just is driving me up a wall. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, I'm going to hold out on Fallout. If if, if I hear that it's going to come to Steam, then I'll, then I'll, then I'll jump on it. But otherwise, I'm not going to do the Bethesda client. I, I have no need for it. I don't want it. Bethesda's feeling themselves again way too much. Yeah. You know, I came around a little bit when they poked fun at their Skyrim thing. And, <laughs> and like had the Skyrim very special edition on yeah. Alexa. And then like announcing Fallout 76 looks cool. And then even though they're right, they're just like, oh, Sony's bad. They're right. But, you know, yeah. they start doing that. And then now they're doing that. I just I'm tired of it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to hold off on that. Um, so next on the Nibble Bits list, Nintendo Switch is getting Child of Light and Valiant Hearts this fall. Uh, they're coming out in October and November, respectively. Uh, I told Will this will be the third time I will be purchasing Child of Light because I have it on my computer, I have it on my or had it on my Wii U, uh, and I will be buying it on Switch and playing it on Switch because that's perfect fit. Uh, but... Along with that announcement was a tease for Child of Light 2. I don't know if you saw that, Will. No, I actually didn't oh. see that at all. So there's a tweet from... It must be a developer uh, of Child of Light, uh, someone who works for Ubisoft. And it showed... you know, The, the guy said something like, this is what we're working on currently. Uh, or we got this up and running on this. And it was uh, some, him playing Child of Light on the Switch. Uh, but ben- beneath it was like a paper that looked like a, the front of a script. And it said uh, it was cut off, but you could see light like of light and then two like underneath it. So it was a cute little little teaser for Child of Light 2. Uh, so that, that got my me game very the, excited. That was my game of the year of 14. I, uh, think. I think I think that's when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm all aboard for that game. That game is awesome. Yep, I love that game. Def- like I said, I'm definitely going to play it, buy it and play it again when it comes out. I actually I want to revisit, revisit Valiant Hearts too because I feel like they didn't give that one a fair shake when it came out. So you you guys I, hated I want, that game. I, I didn't hate it. I just, just I kind of lost interest in it. Corey's the one that hated it. He thought it trivialized World War II a little too much or World War One. Yeah, Eric hated it as well. Yeah, 
Uh, I didn't like some of the puzzle stuff that they that kind of felt forced into the game, but I, I do want to revisit that one. Um, so I'll, I'll get that one too, most likely. So that's that. My last nibble bit, um, some controversy surrounding an IGN review that was posted on the indie game Dead Cells. <laughs> it was a plagiarized review from a... Oh, I don't have the website. Um, I should call that up and give give credit. Was um, it Boomstick he, Gaming? Boomstick Gaming, that's what it was, yes. Um, the writer for IGN was the Nintendo editor, uh, Philip Musin. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Um, but apparently uh, Kotaku did some investigating and apparently he had gotten caught and in trouble for doing that before too, plagiarizing a review from somewhere. Um, it was, they talked about it on their split screen podcast. I didn't get the chance to listen to it. Cause I just read that like maybe an hour ago. Uh, I didn't have time to listen to it, but yeah, apparently it's something he's done before, but he has since been, been terminated. I don't know what kind of, if they were going to compensate, uh, boomstick gaming at all uh the guy who runs that they don't need to he's gotten a lot of publicity at this he has point. gotten a, he has gotten a lot of publicity he's like he's like he seemed like a reasonable person too he's like i don't you know i don't want i don't want the the philip mewson guy fired or whatever you know I, but i would have liked him in you know offer maybe some collaboration you know uh you know he said i wouldn't mind some of the ad revenue um from your dead cells review but well this wouldn't have been as obvious if the timestamps didn't even... They matched up completely at a certain... There was a couple timestamps where the point that he was making was the exact same as the guy from Boomstick Gaming was making. Yeah, yeah it was oh, a fairly obvious, fairly obvious plagiarism. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But one of the things... One of the reasons why I wanted to listen to Kotaku Split Screen is because they, they talked about the reasons why. Uh, they have a little better insight into the gaming press world than we do obviously because we're we're just consumers we're not we're not press people or, or reviewers or anything like that so um i would like to get their perspective on on why why someone would do that you know i uh, i wonder if he had a time frame couldn't hit it that's the only thing i can think of that makes sense to me but that again i'm an outsider um he maybe he didn't play the game or couldn't play the game or wasn't very good at the game and couldn't advance in the game. Um, so that, those are my only thoughts that, that, that would be a reason why. Uh, but again, I'm interested in, in hearing what they, what they have to say about it. Uh, having a more insider's perspective. There, I mean, there's also the chance that he's just a scummy dude. And <laughs> that's, uh, that's possible. Yeah. Uh, see, I see. De- I default to laziness because that's kind of what I know. Like, maybe he was drinking all weekend and didn't get didn't play the game that he was supposed to and was like oh crap i have this review i've got this review i've got due i better i better plagiarize a lesser known youtube gaming channel so if if you're gonna do that take off bite off from a bunch of different reviews and mission mix and match i shouldn't be giving plagiarism advice but (laughs) don't make it so quite so obvious yeah like be smarter about it yeah we've all been to school we've all done shortcuts like oh god i was king of the shortcuts yeah never did did my work so uh, yeah that was interesting um i'll be interested to see what kind of fallout 2 is is ultimately going to happen come from this he got fired i know that fired yep he gone so i don't yeah i don't know he probably doesn't get another job in gaming right wouldn't think so especially if this is a second strike uh, you know, I definitely believe in second chances. Like, 
it was a stupid mistake. But if if this is the second time he's made that mistake, then yeah, he sh- there's no reason why anyone should trust him again. You know, he'll fit in great on Polygon. Polygon? Do they are they plagiarize people? No, that's just my place for gaming journalism that I dislike. Oh, yeah, journalism misfits. Yep. Okay. Uh, that's all I got for nimble bits. Will, how was your week? Good. Uh, went to Rochester, came home, tired. Nothing interesting. That's all right. Um, I've got a few things. So me and my wife did our second episode of Rookie Camp, which we did on Stardew Valley. Uh, so that's up on our YouTube channel if you're if you're interested. Uh, you can follow our links on our various th- things. Uh, you know what? I'll call that up right now. Um, Rookie Camp Stardew Valley. There it is. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, Probably loved that. Yeah, oh, I, I, we both love it. She's surprisingly, uh, and not surprisingly, um, but she's really excited about about doing this uh, once a week. So it's not not surprising because she's into indie games. But I just I didn't know she would be so enthusiastic with with playing a variety of different things. Uh, and I also kind of hinted at there's going to be some hard games that she's going to play too. So uh, you know, I'm she's going to play Dark Souls at some point. You know, she's going to play Super Meat Boy at some point probably. So. You know, <laughs> she's got those things to look forward to. So, what's the first hard game you're gonna give her? I don't know. I don't. I don't have outside of like. So I pick like two or three games in my mind that I that are potentials for for the week, and then just kind of whatever I'm feeling when when we decide to to to. That's only been like last week. Like I said, I had planned ahead uh, that we were gonna do Breath of the Wild first, so I knew that was coming. Uh, but then, I, like I, I was, it was between Stardew Valley and two other games, and then when it, when we sat down to actually record, I was just like, oh, we'll do, you know, we'll do Stardew Valley." So, are you is Hollow Knight in the fold? Yeah, I mean, pretty much anything I've played and liked in my life is is in the fold. So, uh, because if you figure if we do this every week, it's fifty two episodes a year, uh, so it's going to be have to be fifty two different games. I'm sure we'll take a week off here and there, but. Uh, there's no reason why we can't fit in an hour of gaming, you know, on the on on a weekend at night. So uh, I think this this episode is almost an hour and twenty minutes. Um, but yeah, she really really enjoyed Stardew Valley, uh, as as did I. You know, it's, a, it's one of our favorites. So that, that game's an easy one to pick. That game's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so next, I've been almost four full days on my one meal a day fasting. How do you so feel? So I've got I've got some thoughts. Um, uh. <laughs> no, it's it's been really good, like surprisingly good. Uh, so my first day, uh, my first day, it wasn't a full almost. It wasn't a full twenty three hours fasting because I had a like late night snack Sunday night. So it was only. Uh, maybe 18 hours that I had fasted before. Uh, and I actually wasn't super hungry at all until like right before mealtime. Yeah. Uh, but, but now like mealtime for me is more an event, more of an event than it has been in the past. Like I always felt like it was kind of a burden before, uh, but now I get really excited about my, my one meal of the day and I spend yeah. a lot of time planning out 
nutritious <laughs> food that I also really like. Not a lot of not a lot of time. I should say I spend a lot of time thinking of it. So like, you know, when I'm busy during the day, I'm thinking, okay, I can have this. And I kind of add up the numbers throughout the day when I get a second uh, so I can, you know, hit my calorie uh, intake for the day. Well, I try to get between 15 and 1800 calories for my so- what what's what's a meal that you'd have to hit okay, that? Okay, so I, I can I can go through. So my the first day I had leftover chili and cornbread uh, from the weekend. So that's what I ate. that the numbers are probably not not super accurate for that because uh, it was homemade chili. Um, so like that's you hard, know there, yeah. there there was not not super accurate counts. Uh, the next day I had six eggs in an omelet that I had uh, separated into two sandwiches on Ezekiel bread. With cheese, and then I had some frozen sausage on the side. Mm. Uh, yesterday I had a pound of chicken breasts, which was two marinated chicken breasts, and then uh, some rice with soy sauce. And then I had some random stuff that the kids didn't finish that I just tossed on my gullet. Mm-hmm. And then today I made two double cheeseburgers uh, with onions and tomatoes on them. Okay. Homemade. So... That's been my meal so far. Oh, yesterday I had a uh, shake too, uh, like a protein shake. Okay. Af- afterwards. So how how are you feeling? Like. Good. Good. Uh, good. Yeah. I, uh, let's see. So I do get hungry during the day. It's only really twice. So I get hungry uh, before when I was doing intermittent fasting. My eating time was between eleven and seven. So roughly around eleven o'clock, I get a little bit of a hunger pain, uh, and then like mid afternoon. Like two, two thirty, three o'clock. I get, I get another pang of hunger. Um, coffee has been been a good thing to suppress that. So I have coffee with a little bit of cream in it. Uh, that's always been an appetite suppressant for me. Um, mm-hmm. So that that really helps a lot, especially today. Like today, you know, it was the fourth fourth day I've been on it. Uh, I really like had a really kind of intense hunger pain at like two forty five. So I had my coffee and. 20 minutes later i was like oh i'm i'm good uh so that was that was good i, I don't know if you feel the same thing but around 12 hours of fasting i would always have that hunger pain like clock work yeah i see yeah i mean i don't because when i wake up in the morning i'm never hungry. so about 12 hours i wake up in the okay a little, little after when i wake up in the morning so that breaks it up a little bit uh makes it not as not as big of a deal have you introduced cigarettes to your repertoire to cut? No, no cigarettes. No, <laughs> no. Coffee does a good job of cutting hunger for me. Yeah. Um, so another thing, another benefit that I noticed is I, I, it's always been a natural thing for me when I eat is to eat till I'm full. Oh uh, yeah. Which is a lot of a lot of food. I've always had a big appetite. I've always ate, eaten a lot, uh, but. If I did that for every meal that I ate, that's a lot of food. That's a lot of calories. And that's part of the reason why I got fat here with this. I can eat until I'm full. I've done that for four days in a row and it's still 15 to 1800 calories, which is, um, Below uh, it's, a it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a, ca- it's a calorie deficit, even on a day where I don't get a lot of, I still have a five, six, seven, 800 calorie deficit for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, depending so you know i'm still still keeping my caloric deficit um yeah so that that's that's been really helpful i think that's the biggest thing for me because that's always been something i've struggled with i can't like eat a small meal i just have never been good at doing that so i think that's gonna help this is gonna help a lot with with this 
Uh, oh, hey, what's up, Reefer? Um, I, I'm down seven since Monday. I was just about to ask how much you've lost. That's pretty good, Dan. Yeah. Now, do you get hangry at all? Or have you been holding up all right in that? No, I've, I've been I've been okay. Um, really, like, even when I was doing the normal intermittent fasting, the, you know, 11 to 7, I would food around, like, like, 11, and then I wouldn't be hungry again. But the problem with that was I'm constantly making food for my kids. And you pop something here in your mouth pop something there in your mouth or they leave like a quarter of a sandwich so i would eat that because it's in my it was in my fasting uh yes yeah reefer i'm talking about the one meal a day thing uh that was in my in my fasting window and but you don't realize how much that stuff adds up uh now like it's it's been a lot easier for me to just say no i'm not i'm not eating that i'm not in my one hour window which right now is between five and six for the most part dinner time dinner time that's exactly right so it's it's been really good so far uh nothing but positive things to report i haven't i haven't felt faint or lightheaded or anything like that i the first it wasn't the first day but tuesday tuesday was probably the hardest day uh that would be that was the first day i, I went the full like 24 hours or full full 23 hours fasting uh i got a little bit of a hunger headache that day mm-hmm. uh if you've ever tried to give up caffeine you know what i'm talking about it was very similar to that so yeah, but I've been I've been pleased with it with it so far. It's, it's been, I wouldn't go the first day. I would I would eat late if you're going to start, uh, you know, have a snack and then and then start the next day. That way, that first day isn't a full 24 hour fasting. Eases, excuse me, eases you into it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, so far so good. Positive things to report. Good, that's awesome. Uh, you're gonna have to keep me updated on that because I'm very interested in. How- how 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 you sustain it and everything because yeah. yeah. that, that that's hard don't don't tell mom <laughs> oh i won't i i'll tell her at some point hopefully after i've lost like 50 pounds I'd be like, yeah. yeah i ate one meal a day should be horrified yeah uh i should say too on the weekend one of the days on the weekend i'm gonna have i'm still gonna try to keep the um the one meal a day thing going. Uh, and then every probably two weeks or three weeks, I'll just have a day where I, I go off the diet completely. And um, it'll probably be Sunday. It's easier to get back into the routine of things on Monday after a bad Sunday. So, yeah. Yeah. So far, so good on that. Good. No, no complaints. Good work, Dan. Thank you. Uh, yeah. it's I'm still, I don't feel like too weak to exercise either, which has been good. So, I've still done my my kettlebell workouts. Yeah, and you can also line that up to well, you just ate, so you have the energy to yep. be able to do it. Or that's just it. I usually ex- this. So this week I've been exercising after my twins go to bed before seven thirty eight o'clock. So it's okay. two hours, hour and a half after I ate supper. So. Uh, nutrients yeah well like i said i don't i i don't feel weak during the day or anything so i haven't really other than some hunger pangs which uh, obviously that's normal i haven't i haven't felt any negative effects i mean i get those when i'm not hungry yeah, boredom boredom yeah. will do it 100 percent. i don't have to battle boredom so that's that's a, a thing in my in my favor i i couldn't tell you the last time i was at home and bored you know i've been at like uh forced 
family gatherings and been bored, but that's because I didn't didn't want to be there, you know. Anyway, um, that's it for that. I think uh, I think we're ready to move into what we played, right? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, well, let's talk about Octopath Traveler first off. Yeah. Because I played quite a bit more Octopath Traveler. I finished up all the Chapter 2 storylines, and I am started some of the Chapter 3 storylines. I did Ulbrich's Chapter 3 storyline. Okay. Um, and then I'm, I am I finished exploring the desert, so I just went to the big capital in the south of the desert. Mara Can't, Sam or something? Yes, yes, that's the one. So that's what uh, that's where I'm at. I'm just, tried... explore, I'm just exploring there. I'm not. Uh, I might try to like unlock all the rest of the areas. That's what I did. Yeah. Now, did you recruit or allure that swordsman and Mara Sam? No, because he's a very low percentage right now, despite Primrose for me being like level forty-four. I got very lucky. Oh, you got you got a lucky roll. Yeah, he helped me beat the Rune, Rune Blade. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So, who's in your party? Has your party changed at all? Yeah, I, I've been rotating. I'm trying to keep everyone like kind of the same levels. Uh, my highest is obviously Primrose, because that was my starter character. So, she's level 44, I think, 43. Mm. Uh, then Ulbrich is my second highest, because I had him two times in a row. Uh, he was the last chapter two story that I did, and then the first chapter three story that I did, just because of the way the the recommended levels worked out. So, yeah, yeah, mine actually changed a little, little bit. I was using Cyrus Primrose, uh, Ophelia, and um, Therion. I actually dropped Cyrus because I have a lot of magic guys that yeah. do a lot of magic damage. Uh, and added in Hanit, and she's a war master. So, oh, cool. See, I don't. Ha- I got to get the advanced classes. That's that's my next. My step. thing was, yeah, you can get them post game, which is what you're supposed to do. But then you really don't have time to use them, and I didn't yeah. want that. Like, I wanted to be able to use them while yeah. I played the game. So that's why I went and got them when I did, as opposed to waiting. So, okay. I know Corey said the Rune Blade fight was the most intense fight he's ever had. Okay. So, that fight's a doozy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to try to do those. I know one is near, one of those places is near the Mar Marsame, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try to sneak. Is, is that the Runeblade one? Oh, wait, no. Um, I could tell you the locations where all of them are, but I don't know if you want that. Nah, I'll figure it out. So it, like I said, that's kind of what I'm working on right now. There's not one in the sand, no. Okay. Uh, okay. But there, there's the plots for some of these stories are getting pretty good. Yeah, I've 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 enjoyed I've enjoyed them all so far. I haven't I haven't disliked any of them. I've liked some more than others, but um, yeah, they're 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 quite good uh, that yep. game's that game's amazing i don't I, I don't know i don't know why people only gave it like a seven and a half or an eight uh, crazy yeah yeah um i'm trying to think of what else i now nah, i actually haven't played too too much since we last recorded how many hours in are you 70 
Oh, wow. Okay. I, th- I think I'm at like 43 or 44. Pretty much Primrose at levels up once an hour for me. So any her, her level and my hours are about the same. Mm, gotcha. So. I was talking to Corey about some of the things I was telling you about last week, Dan, but didn't want to spoil it. So uh-huh. I can't wait to see did you drink Grace yet? Did I, uh, no, I haven't. I, I, I've got to like go back and fight some wimps for that because she's my heavy, heavy damage dealer. So whenever I get the thing that's it i really honestly haven't played too much still amazing though right mm-hmm. oh i booted up mario tennis actually oh did you yeah so who haven't it takes i legitimately did one match got it handed to to me and then had a new character yeah that's my that's my fear as is getting whooped whooped on and then we get we'll we'll get another character next month okay so well all right uh so yeah the only other thing i played was captain toad treasure tracker i started um i'm actually doing this on my alternate games channel my side project uh and i started doing commentary on my videos because my kids told me they wanted commentary. Um, let me tell you, that's not an easy thing to do. To sit by yourself and talk to nobody. Can you become a boss of video game streaming? Yeah, I mean, uh, I do have a, you know, I have a very chill mentality. Um so my, that comes out in my commentary, and sometimes I go for you know like a minute here and there without saying anything. It's when, you, I, I, when I'm concentrating, like I can't just talk, you know. So when you when you die, you can say that when you die, it's just happy little mistakes. Like ha- he does. happy little mistakes. Yeah, it's, something, it's something like that. You know what I'm doing that. <laughs> go for that angle. Yes. To be, uh, to be, yeah, to be the Bob Ross of of game, uh, kids safe gameplay commentary walkthrough videos. You just gotta grow a nice little fro. Eh, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> My hair's too too thick. We, we don't we don't grow fros. No, no, we don't. Uh, yeah, that's all I play. I I really like that game so far though. It's uh, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, um, it's a little like 3D puzzle that you rotate with the right stick. You search for gems and then collect the star at the end. Uh, it's got little side side things that you do that you find out after you beat it the first time to go back and revisit. Uh, there's pixel toads in each level that you have to find, um, but it's a it's a good game. It was well worth uh, forty dollars that I paid for it. Um, it's it's neat that it spun off from another game. If spun off from the Super Mario 3D World. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was interesting too. Yep. But yeah, it's a good, it's a good game. If you have a Switch and you're looking for something different, it's a nice change of pace too from all the other stuff I've been playing. Uh, yeah, nice, nice calming. Haven't had too much trouble with uh, 
difficulty, but I didn't didn't get it expecting it to be difficult. So did Corey play through it? Corey, yeah, I think Corey had. Uh, did he get it from GameFly on the Wii U? Maybe? I think so. That that's sounds right. So that's all I've got. Excuse me. Feedback. Feedback. I know we got a couple pieces of feedback too. Oh, we did. Let's call it up here. I have the gif up of my computer of Luigi just getting sliced by the <laughs> the Reaper. It was it, it was sad, honestly. I was shocked <laughs> when I saw that. Yeah, they're they're going edgy for this game. Yes, they are. That's why, that's why I love them. That Corey was also very upset he didn't win the game giveaway. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would just be a little bit of a conflict of interest. You know? Majorly. No, you're right. Not just that, but he could go ahead and pillage his. They're his games. Yeah, definitely. So he, could, uh, he could go in and raid them anytime he wanted. Mostly his games. Why do I have to sign into this again? What the heck is going on? Alright, I've got to sign our account. I don't know our password. Come on, Dan. Hmm. I have a bit. What does that mean? A bit? Yeah, do you know how all of this Twitch stuff works? There's bits, there's emoji things. No. I don't know. The bits are are a way to like donate. Oh, so Reefer got a venue and a date, January twelfth. Oh, <laughs> January twelfth. That's a good day. That Reefer, that's the best day because it is my birthday. Yep. So congratulations on that. That is Will's birthday. That is also my dog Gimli's birthday. It is, yeah. So you, you picked a pretty stack today. It's a great day. Weddings are fun, too. Um, a lot of people said that, you know, your own wedding isn't necessarily as fun, but I had fun at my wedding. I hated weddings as a kid, but I like them as an adult. They're they're a blast. I was going to say I really like the date because it's going to be a winter wedding, but he's in Florida. So, you know, that's a still a warm location. Uh, Georgia, I think. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. I love the date so much more now. <laughs> Gimli you'll, have to, you'll have to sing happy birthday to Will uh, at your birthday. And Gimli. At your, at your wedding. We'll, well ship you a porgy cake. Yeah, I mean, other than hearing him bark occasionally, the, our listening audience doesn't really know Gimli. You know? Yeah, the only way they know him is from the barks, right? Bark. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I might have posted pictures of him, but I don't, I don't think I did. I should... You know, doggies get doggies get stuff or get uh, social media upvotes and stuff, you know? Oh, my God. There's I there's if I could tell you the amount of accounts that have more followers on Instagram that are dog accounts than me, like, yeah, you'd be horrified. Refer says it's going to probably be in the high 30s. That's not bad. Really? Wow. OK. I actually, if you have to wear a tuxedo, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. Not so much for your fiance in a and in, in her bridesmaids and dresses, but in a tuxedo, it, it beats the summer. Because I got no, married in November, and that was per- 
perfect because it, it actually wasn't raining for once, which is weird in Binghamton. Um, and it wasn't super cold yet, which is also weird for Binghamton. Yeah, I'm actually a huge, huge, huge fan of like the fall. So um, like when Dan's wedding was perfect and I like colder weather for the most part. Uh, this heat that we've had right now, I'm miserable through it. So, I, I yeah, I like the the winter wedding. Yeah. All right. So the first email is from Tate, who says, "Sup, athlete." So to answer Will, I think the Dead Island argument was between episodes five and fifteen. Really narrows it down, I know, but I didn't have time to go and re-listen to those this week. You guys had a lot of ridiculous arguments in the early episodes. There are a couple times I thought Eric was just going to leave because Corey was pissing him off so much. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, I'm in a bit of a gaming funk right now uh, as I've been so busy with work and football that I haven't had a lot of gaming time when I do have time I just can't get into anything it sucks I need a new RPG to sink myself into that's about all I could do Uh, that's about all that could do it for me right now question of the week what would you consider your greatest sports video game of all time later Gators Taterade out uh so we'll yeah we'll touch on that on the question first greatest sports video game of all time for you specifically strikers super mario strikers probably strikers followed by nhl 11 nhl 11 yeah nhl 11 was was the best hockey game i agree um i've got a couple that i'm gonna throw out here and i'm not sure which one i'm gonna pick uh so going back early nhl 95 was one i played a ridiculous amount of um Tecmo Super Bowl for the Nintendo uh, was also one I played a ridiculous amount of. Um, what else? Uh, Eastside Hockey Manager. Mm. It's, uh, it's a spreadsheet video game, like much like Football Manager. But that's one. If I had had Steam hours uh, when I played that game, it was in the early 2000s. I had just moved into my own apartment. Uh, and that was a game I played just disgusting amounts of time with. Uh, being a stats nerd like I was, that was what. That was the one crazy you, amount of time when on. you played a lot. Yeah. Um, I had one more game that I wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, two football games or one another football game. And NFL Two K Five was um, an amazing football game and probably the last really good football game I played. Uh, and then last but not least, MVP Baseball Two Thousand Five I had on the GameCube. Uh, that game was amazing, and I spent a ridiculous amount of time playing it. And I also, it, because and uh, the game I had on GameCube, and it wasn't online, so I had to do manually do all the roster updates. But there was a complete guide for that, and I did that, and it was so fun. Was MVP Baseball 2K5 the one with Manny Ramirez on the cover by a chance? I don't remember who's on the cover. Here, um, I'm going to look. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember this game. It had, it had Manny, Manny Ramirez on the cover? Yeah, I'm going to call it up uh, in the chat. MVP 5. It was on the, the Super Nintendo Classic. Or is it? It's not. Classes. I don't think it is. But that's 
that that's an amazing game too. Uh, Junior, I'm not seeing it, so it must. He says last one on PC. They still update the rosters. Oh wow, that's cool. Uh, so skip ad. MVP baseball. Okay, so oh, this is the GameCube version. Even it's got the the right buttons. Uh, I, awesome. I would have a hard time picking the greatest sports game, but yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm gonna pick one. I, I have to pick one, uh, and it would be NHL '95. I think that that game changed things for me. So, you know what? I forgot NFL Street too is another one that I played a ton. NFL Street was really good. I agree. Oh man, that's that's a hard pick. So you you go NHL ninety five, right? NHL ninety five. I would if I had to pick just one, it would be NHL ninety five, um, just because I like I love that you could like trade players and sign players and edit players and add players to the game. Like that was that was awesome. So I guess um, I'll go for. I kind of have Mario Strikers in a different category than the realistic sports games, I guess. Uh, yep. That's like my more arcadey one that I'll pick, but my more realistic one will be probably NHL 11. Yeah. Would be what I'd pick. Uh, the modern NHL games. Definitely. Anyway. Miss it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Tate's Gaming Funk. How's he get out of it? Uh, what I do with that is I go back and play old games that I love. Uh-huh. Usually, uh, I will go back and play a Pokemon. I will go back and play Dynasty Warriors, Final Fantasies, um, Fallout Three, New Vegas. That's generally what I do. Yeah. Um, I know. I think is it Corey Eric always suggests something new. Yeah. Somebody suggests something new usually. Maybe it's you. I don't know. No. Um, I I know for me that hasn't happened to me in, in a little while, but I know I used to I would try to find something short because usually when I was in a gaming funk is because I didn't have a lot of time uh, to sink into a longer game, so I'd specifically pick something short, something I knew I could complete in in bite sized chunks. You know, um, I the Switch has kind of cured that because you can play bites bite sized chunks of anything. You just pick it up and play. You know, you're in the game in in five seconds. Uh, and then when you stop, you don't need to save it. You don't need to shut anything down. You just hit the power button on top and 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 put the console into sleep mode. So that's kind of changed the way I I consume games. It's for the better, obviously. But yeah, I would always try to play something shorter. So I know Tate's kind of going through that right now because he said he's he's busy with with school and football and stuff. So try, pick something short. Uh, yeah, you know, a shorter shorter indie game would be a, a good way to go. So I, I don't know what specifically you've played, but uh, maybe something like Pyre is relatively sh- relatively short. Uh, Inside is short. Something like that. I would I would try. Gone home. Gone home. Firewatch. Firewatch. Stanley Firewatch Parable. <laughs> Stanley Parable is super short. <laughs> super short. Beat that a couple times. Yeah. Okay, so that was from Tate. Thank you, Tate. 
the next is from Idaho Jake, who says, hey, guys, it's been a few weeks since I've written in, but my truck broke down. And I've been putting a new clutch in it. Oh. I have been playing Fallout 4 with a mod called Fallout 476. It takes out all the NPCs and adds more ghouls. All the vendors you deal with are robots. Every area is unlocked, like the Institute and Railroad. And every 50 minutes, nukes will rain down in your area. It is pretty damn cool, and it prepares you for Fallout 76. As you guys remember, I've ha- I'm having a weight challenge with my son. I've been doing the 8-hour fast and working out for 30 minutes every day. I started at 223, and my goal is to hit between 195 and 190 by Monday. And right now, I'm at 198, so 3 more pounds. Last week, Dan said he was trying the 1-hour one hour, a 23-hour fasting, one-hour food. So until Monday, I'm going to do it too. Uh, my son graduates basic training next Thursday. So Monday, we are driving all the way from F- Filer, Idaho, to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, which is a 23-hour drive. Ooh. Now for Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History, 1976, uh, Cubic released on the... Altair 8800. 1995, Marvel Characters, Inc. is incorporated. Uh, 2003, Rush Hour released on Atari 2600. Uh, 2004, Madden 2005 was released on all consoles. 2005, Madden 06 released on all consoles. Also, Dragon Ball GT Transformation released on Game Boy Advance. And in 2016, No Man's Sky released on the PS4. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Uh, so first of all, Jake, uh, truck breaking down. Are you are you fixing that yourself? I don't think a clutch is a very easy thing to put in. So that's impressive if you are. Uh, Fallout four seventy six. That could get my Fallout seventy six uh, craving out of the way. I think right. Um. Sorry, I was typing in a chat. Yeah, no, that's actually a really cool mod. I didn't know uh, that existed. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I will at least look into it. I don't know if I'll play it. I, I played Fallout for, I don't know, a couple hours a couple weeks ago just to, just to revisit it, you know. Uh, so that was good. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Jake, if you didn't hear, I talked about my, my uh, 23-hour fasting. Uh, earlier in the episode during my week, it's been it's been great so far. Um, I should be able should be able to keep keep at it, no problems. It's worked, um, worked well. I do want to say, Jake, that's impressive that you lost that weight. That's not an easy thing to do. So congratulations on that, and you're right you're right at your goal. So keep it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I would have to I would have to say your son probably has you beat. I'm not not sure, but uh, I know basic the people I know that have gone through basic. Uh, no personally have have come back looking like different people mm-hmm. so <laughs> but that being said awesome job because that's not an easy thing to do like will said losing weight sucks it's the worst it is the absolute worst so uh and good luck on your long drive um that's that's a long way man 23 hours leonard wood missouri nice okay that's all for feedback. So dose? Uh, no, three because Reef forgot his in in uh, in chat. That works okay. uh, because it was discussion discussion worthy worthy. So yes, that works. So numero dosed. Uh, two would would be Jake. No, Jake. two is Tate. Two is Tate. I'm sorry, Tate. I'm sorry because Eric uh, Reefer was one. 
Tate was two, Jake was three. Congratulations, Tate. Tate wins. Let me call up the game list. Uh, um, what's happening? I hope my internet isn't dying. Oh my god, Spectrum is the worst. Yes. By the way, I'm talking about Dragon Ball Fighters in the chat. That's why I've been distant for the last minute. <laughs> why? It had the wrong password saved for my Evernote. I hate when that happens. What? Anyway, okay. So Jake is the winner. Still got to email Tito. No, Jake, and I'm sorry. Tate is the winner. God, I need to get some sleep. That's what needs to happen. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so number one is forty-nine. Forty-nine. So 49 is Hapiko. Hapiko. That's that's a game we all know, right? Yep. Yes, it is. Next, 28. 28. Um, 28 is Mirror's Edge. It's a good Mirror's one. Mirror's Edge. That's a good one as well. Uh, 82. Maybe one of these, Tate, will break you out of your gaming funk. That's true. 82 is Hexel's Complete Pack. Hexel's? Um, 104 is next. 104 is Mass Effect 2. This may be the best list of games we've had in a while. And let's see. 86. 86 is Super Time Force Ultra. Okay. So your choices are 49, which is Hapiko, 28, which is Mirror's Edge, 82, which is Hexel's Complete Pack, 104, which is Mass Effect 2, and then 86, which is Super Time Force Ultra. That's a pretty good list. That is a great list. Um, yeah. That's all that. So I'll, I forgot to send it to... Uh, oh, did we give Tito his game? Did I send Tito his game last week? I don't remember if I did or not. Was he in the chat? He was in the chat, right? Yeah, I can't re- I think he picked it and I sent it, right? God, I'm an uh... idiot. I can't remember. I'm having a hard time remembering anything. <laughs> you and me both. Uh, I'll I'll look into it and see. Um, I'll be able to tell if if the game because I have his numbers. So if the game for one of his numbers is missing, that means I sent it to him, which I think I did. So uh, next week's episode, Will, um, did we Happy Few come out of early access? I think so. Uh, didn't review well on Kotaku. Now, do you want maybe that's an option if we want to do a game? We're coming up on our fall games preview. That'll probably be within the next couple of weeks. Maybe that'll be next week's episode. Um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, so we can review it. It's sixty-five on our on Open Critic. It's not great. Yeah, no. Okay, it's been a while since you've played it, right? 
Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll do that. Uh, maybe maybe it'll be fall games preview, or maybe we'll just come up with something else. Who knows? So, um, that's everything. Uh, real quick, uh, if you want to help our podcast uh, and you want to not have to pay anything for it, just you can connect your Amazon account to your Twitch account. You get one free subscription a month. You can subscribe to our channel through Twitch Prime. Uh, it helps us and doesn't cost you a thing. Uh, we've gotten a decent amount of subscriptions so far, which has been great. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode, right? And then uh, Sunday night, I will be Sunday, Sunday night, Monday morning, we'll, we'll go up our third episode of Rookie Camp. So uh, stay, stay tuned for that, too. One, I think eventually we're going to start live streaming those and putting them on YouTube afterwards. So... Um, but I'll I'll let people know if we decide to live stream. It probably won't be this upcoming week. It'll probably be a few weeks from now when we start doing that. I want to get everything set up correctly. First, I got to get our green screen set up with the proper lighting and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, that'll do it for episode three sixty eight of the Thumbsick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. Well, thanks for listening and get out of my basement.